right, welcome to The Value Script. Today we have a very special episode for you. We're excited to present Shannon Hansen. She is a functional nutritionist, wholeness wellness practitioner. She has a podcast called The Thriving Thyroid Podcast. Um, she has developed her own method of handling your thyroid and getting control of your metabolic health um, called The Hansen Method. And she's an all-around amazing person. She's a mother of four kids. She has a thriving six-month-old, and we are excited to have her on the show. Um, so welcome to the show, Shannon. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. How did you get into all this? So it kind of happened by accident. Um, I, and I sometimes get emotional talking about this, but everybody, so Cody went back to school, and I had- Cody's her husband. Yeah, Cody's my husband. Um, and I had just had my second baby, and I was- struggling with fatigue. I was struggling with all these different things. And I also saw all these people around me growing and developing personally through going to school, through different things that they were doing. And I was like, I want that. I just don't want to be a stay-at-home mom. Like I wanted to be a mom, a stay-at-home mom, but I wanted the personal development and the growth. And so the conversation between my husband and I was like, just go do something you're interested in learning. Like, it doesn't have to be, you know, an accounting degree. So you go to work and make X dollars, you know, to bring home to the family. And so at the time I was like, I'm going to study herbal medicine. Well, I could not find any programs for herbal medicine that like really piqued my interest and were like what I felt was the right thing. And so in my, in my pursuit of looking for something, I uh, fell upon the holistic wellness practitioner program and it had a focus in nutrition, a minor in urban farming, and then all of these other things like aromatherapy, auriculotherapy, herbal medicine, just all of these things all in one. And I was like, and I remember thinking, and I laugh about this now, oh my gosh, I feed my family every day, so I should know nutrition. And I have a garden, so learning more about farming would be great. And um, then years later, people started, they're like, oh, you went to school for that? Well, what about this? And started asking me questions. And I was like, I am not making any money from this. And then I started charging people $25 an hour, which is stupid cheap, because then I was spending three to four hours afterwards putting together treatment plans for them. And I was like, I am making you, you like less than minimum wage. Like this is a joke. Right. And a lot of times I was hiring babysitters to watch my kids because I couldn't meet with them without. So um, that's kind of how I got started. And then I just kind of niched down into thyroid because, um, you know, I was having my own metabolic chaos and um, dysfunction and ended up being thyroid and all of the fun things. So diving into all of the research for that and, going from there yeah that's yeah. that's awesome so i mean one thing i didn't realize mm-hmm. we we go to a naturopathic physician and he for the first time ever did blood work and it included a thyroid panel and he's sitting there going through my you know he started usually the thyroid stuff's at the top and you know, the blood work just kind of flows down the sheets afterwards and um he's going through this and he's kind of like oh so um looks like you got you know he just starts rolling through this he's like so you got some food allergies here looks like you might have a little brain fog looks like you might have a little trouble in the morning waking up and being happy and i'm like wait a minute 
<laughs> how do you how do you know that? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Like you just went through four things like at the top of the page and there's some acronyms and like he's like, Well, this is your thyroid, you know, this is the active hormone, this is the uh inactive hormone, this is when your pituitary gland spits out, this is what your body does to it. But, you know, he starts rolling through that. And I was like, wow, it was fascinating. I had no idea. I thought my thyroid helped regulate my metabolism somehow. I, I don't know. And I knew yeah. if you didn't take yeah. iodine, you'd get a goiter. That's about the limit of the extent of what I gleaned from my medical training. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, um, and, and, you know, disappointingly enough, um, we have a family member that had had thyroid cancer and has been seen by an endocrinologist for years. Yep. Years. Never could get dialed in. Um, and we're talking about, you know, this is a Western medicine trained endocrine specialist. Like this is supposed to be the person you see. Yeah. Right. Um, goes to our doctor and doesn't, you know, sees an, uh, an associate colleague of his. And within um, three weeks, she's like, I feel better. That blew me away. Like, can you, do you have experience with that? Or do you have um, perspective on, um, traditional, like how we approach thyroid traditionally versus, uh, and, and, and how that may or may not serve humankind yeah. Yeah. versus like what you found. Yeah. So when we get to the point of thyroid dysfunction, there's a whole cascade of hormonal imbalances already, whether that's cortisol. So cortisol and insulin are the base hormones. So if you're struggling with either one of those, like you're most likely going to have sex hormone dysfunction. And then by the time we get to thyroid, you already have all these other issues happening. And so people in Western medicine, um, we just treat the thing, the one thing. Right. So your thyroid is dysfunction. We're going to give you synthroid. Yeah. Yeah. You get synthroid, you <laughs> right. get levothyroxine, you get whatever it is. Uh, and so my mom also has thyroid cancer and had her thyroid completely removed. She's struggling with the same things. And I'm like, please find someone that will prescribe you not only a T4, but give you a T3 because she has no thyroid hormone and she's getting T4, but she's not getting T3. So she's tired. She's fatigued. She's, you know, you want to explain what T4 and T3 are. Um, I'm hoping what, you do. In, Cause in I what? don't know that I can. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out how, how I'm just thinking, you know, science do we want to get? Right. No, I'm just, well, uh, you know, just the average person listening, you know, yeah. is going to be like, you know, um, get a benefit greatly from this content, right? But um, wanting to understand, like, okay, like all these acronyms, we're going to throw around mm -hmm. TSH, T4, T3, reverse T3, reverse T4. I don't know if we have a little reference uh, for what those things are. Okay. So I'll do my best to keep this. I mean, without alphabet soup. I mean, I'm not trying <laughs> yes. to trip you up either. But, no, no, no. Yeah. I, I, I remember when I was diving into thyroid, I was like, what are all these T things? And how yeah. are they all playing together? So so, so you might want to get your notebook out <laughs> yes. and uh, take some notes. And it, I mean, not being facetious, actually, this makes a big difference. It does. Yeah. It, it makes a big difference in um, not only like weight regulation, body composition, but man, just general energy, how you feel. And even how you can think. That's what blew me away mm -hmm. was, was the mental portion of it. I had no idea that my thyroid had anything to do with my mental acuity. Yeah. But yep. Not to jump over you again. No, no, just, you're good. Like trying to make sure, take notes, guys, because <laughs> this is going to get good. Yes. So your pituitary, which is a small gland that's like right behind, like between the eyes, if you like go straight through here, it's a little tiny gland that sits at the base of your brain and that produces um, TSH. 
And that TSH is then sent to the thyroid gland, which will convert it into T4. And from there, T4 is converted into T3. So T3 is the active thyroid hormone. And most doctors and physicians aren't testing T3. They're just, yeah. Really? Oh, no. If you go to like your GP. The person we spoke of recently. And then maybe, maybe your T4 with it. Wow. Like, and they don't start treating you until your TSH is like way out of range. Yeah. Which is fascinating because like we were talking earlier, you said 60% of people Mm -hmm. have an imbalance with their thyroid problem with their thyroid. Like, so with it being such a, such a huge number of people that oftentimes don't know even that they have a problem and yet it's not being most of the time not being treated correctly. So, yeah. so wait, 60%. Yeah. So that means if two people are listening to this together, one of them has a thyroid issue. Yeah. Probably undiagnosed, undiagnosed thyroid mm-hmm. issue. And that's going to contribute to something they're probably not happy with in their body. Yeah. Right. And a, all the way down to sex hormones. Yeah. Really? So, so yeah, your cortisol and your insulin. Mm-hmm. And then if we're looking at like a pyramid, right? Mm-hmm. So the sex Hormones is like that middle ground and then thyroid. Wow. Yeah. So then, um, so it converts. So T3 is the active thyroid hormone and then the reverse T3. So there's free T3, which is the thyroid or the body's like uptake of T3. And then um, reverse T3 is the bad T3. So if you have too much reverse T3, you'll, you'll see slow um, metabolism, your body slowing down, the brain fog, that's what I have. Yeah. I have a lot of, of reverse T3. I had that too. Yeah. And, you know, once we got everything, all of our hormones and everything figured out, then I, I felt so much better. Yeah. And keep, oh, go ahead. Justin doesn't have a mic, so we will uh, repeat his question. <laughs> so the question was, with the T3 or, or these, hormone, these thyroid hormones, can you up your metabolism? Because Justin's taking a medication that he feels um, for his... Anxiety. anxiety that we feel that he feels has slowed his metabolism down so <clears throat> that was that was what he said in the background if it sounded a little like charlie brown <laughs> so this i, I want to continue on this part because i think it's also important for people to realize that 93 percent of your thyroid hormones are actually converted in your liver so if you're having fatty liver if you're having like floating stool if you're having having any of those things that can be contributing into like thyroid imbalances as well. Does drinking, um, like if you drink, like most people drink, you know, goodness, what do they say? Excessive drinking is more than three drinks a week. Yeah. Yeah. Most people drink three drinks a day. Yeah. Right. So drinking alcohol, does that exacerbate this? It would because it impacts your liver. Right. right? Yeah. Inflamed liver that I didn't realize too, that impacts your growth hormone. Mm-hmm. as well because my understanding is growth hormones released from the pituitary gland and it has a half-life of about 12 minutes and so if it doesn't bind to insulin growth factor in the liver then it doesn't basically like you don't have it yeah and so if your liver's inflamed because of whatever reason there's a lot of reasons livers can be inflamed but and to even taking tylenol we're realizing is much more liver toxic than ever thought of before so yeah. if you take tylenol a lot if you drink a lot Worse is if you drink and take Tylenol, (laughs) you know, um, you probably are not having proper thyroid function. 
You know, you're probably not having proper growth hormone levels and you're probably not regulating your sex hormones or your cortisol correctly. Your liver has a lot to do with a lot of things, but especially clotting factors, you know, the obvious things that that we know it does, but there's other things that I had no idea that it did. So I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. Um, Okay. So to your point or to your question about, you were saying anxiety medication, right? So there are, um, I have a list and I can send this to you later. Um, but certain medications will block thyroid hormones. So anything from, I'm pulling up my list. Let's see. Um, beta blockers are ones. Um, and those are narcotics, antidepressants, steroids, uh, metformin, which is a huge one for people who are trying to regulate their type two diabetes, yes. right? <laughs> yes. so, and then they're uh, messing up their metabolism. Yeah. Wow. So that will block TSH, um, hormone from the brain. Um, medications like lithium for mood stabilizers will also block TSH. Uh, let's think. I'm just trying to pull out some of, okay. I think those are the big ones that we got right there. That's great. Um, you know, a fun fact about seven up since you brought it up or living lithium, you know why it's seven ups called seven up. Oh no, no, I don't. At early 1900s, it had lithium in it. So it helped you okay. feel up and happy because mm. it had lithium in it. <laughs> just like Coca-Cola did have cocaine yeah. for a little while. And then, um, they were, asked to not have that in there anymore and so they put <laughs> caffeine in there instead but um because they wanted an addictive stimulant because they sold so much of it with the addictive stimulant in it but i do that right? Right. I mean, 1900 was cool <laughs> hey so i wondered like so for people just with thyroid issues even just that they know about are there certain things that they need to make sure that they're being tested for like I just thought of like our sister-in-law, like she obviously was seeing a specialist, but yet wasn't, you know, getting the results that she needed. And so like, and that was kind of a frustrating journey for her because she would go to her doctor and say, Hey, I don't think it's right. Mm -hmm. And he would be like, well, why not? (laughs) You know, well, because I don't feel like I used to. Yeah. Right. And, and they'd be like, well, let's, let's do a test. Right. And then they mm-hmm. would, oh, you're fine. Bleach blood levels say, oh, maybe we need to increase what yeah, you're currently or we'll on. Increase by, your medication you know, yeah. or right. decrease it or whatever. Right. Yeah. So how do we help empower people to like take control of their, like their own health and their own life? Right. Like what do they need to yeah, know? What do they need to when know? They're, when they're, what do they need to know? Um, so usually what I tell people And there's so many factors that go into this, right? Like everybody has different root causes, um, especially we could open up cans of worms all over the place. But so usually what I tell people to start with is a good probiotic and a good digestive enzyme, because um, when we're under a lot of stress, our HCL in our stomach, so our hydrochloric acid goes down because our body is using the the sodium and potassium to create stress hormone, so cortisol, over creating um, stomach acid. So then we start our our, meta- our digestive system starts slowing down, so we can't break down the food. We're not absorbing the food. Um, so simply starting with a, a digestive enzyme can have good impact because that will also bring up B levels and iron levels. So another thing that we see with thyroid is low iron, low B vitamins, because 
because those are absorbed in the stomach and we we're just not uptaking them um so those are two really good places to start a third place i would say is a good magnesium um because also like once you're under stress any kind of stress right like whether it's perceived stress or whether it's um like an environmental thing like parasites or fungus or mold or something like that we just burn up that magnesium as well so we'll start having um, a slow digestive system, gas, bloating, constipation, anything like that. Um, and so the magnesium stores in our body will, will help with that as well. So those are usually three really easy places to start in addition to obviously drinking water, moving your body, eating healthy food, you know, those, Mm -hmm. those basic primary answers. Are there, well, so as far as that goes, like with a, with a probiotic and magnesium, are there, are there, one, pro, one probiotic and one magnesium supplement, are they just as good as the other? Are there certain that are better than others? Because there was, there was a magnesium, I have it in my, I was going to bring it over here, but there's a certain magnesium my friend told me to get, it helps you relax more. Mm-hmm. Like it makes you sleepier because the more of it, of the active form gets in the class of the blood brain barrier. I can't remember what it's called. Is it but the glycinate? I don't remember. I'd oh, have to okay. go get it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. Is there? Does it matter? Like you know, probiotic. Do you just get culturel? Do you get? Um, uh, do, do you, is there certain things you look for? Because there's a lot of things now say probiotic, and then there's things like yogurt that has some, you know, active bacteria in it. And then people, some people drink kefir, kombucha, which yeah. whatever sauerkraut, kimchi, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Like how do you how do you probiotic yourself correctly? <laughs> With probiotics, one thing that I recommend is staying on that probiotic for three to six-ish months and then rotating to a different one because every probiotic has different strands and different amounts. Um, Spore probiotics actually get into the intestinal tract better than a lot of the other ones. So one of the big ones right now is like Megaspore, Um, even though it's a lower dosage. You're, it's still going to get to where it needs to be versus being broken down by that stomach acid. Um, so I, I rotate through. I'll use like a Genestra um, multi-strand 50 and then I'll use a spore and then I'll use uh, something else. And, you know, so um, big things to look for is um, no fillers, right? Like no rice, no gluten, no whatever junk in there. Um, and then I think I do have it on Instagram where I've talked about probiotics. There's different strands that help with different things. So if you're looking to get rid of eczema, you want certain things. If you have something like SIBO, so extra bacteria in your body, you'll want a Saccharomyces boulardii in there. Um, so (laughs) because I have eczema all the time. I can take a probiotic to help me with that. Yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. I'll send it over to you because I don't remember which one it is. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. I didn't know that. So what if you have like anxiety, depression, are there, does that, are those regulated with probiotics too? Or does um, I wouldn't say probiotics. So anxiety and depression are, okay. So am I, am I too tangential? Sorry. I'm no, like the no, squirrel you're on totally up, good. you know, I'm always looking for the next, <laughs> next distraction. So I apologize for throwing off your game. You're good. Um, so I actually just completed a new course in, um, for, they call them HT, HTMA. So it stands for hair trace mineral analysis. And this new thing popped up and she was talking about this condition called pyrals. And I was like, I have never heard of this before. And pyrals is linked to 
addiction. It's linked to anxiety. It's a, a, a linked to depression and things like that. And one of the root causes that they're coming back to is copper toxicity. Interesting. And I was like, what is this? Wow. And it's passed down generation to generation. And so I was going through this for myself and I lost a brother to suicide um, when he was 15. And so I'm like, check, 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 check. And that's actually how I got pregnant with my fourth baby because I had the copper IUD. Oh, wow. And I was struggling to get all of my hormones balanced and I was like, the spirit just kept telling me, get it out, get it out, get it out. And I was like, okay, what else am I going to do? And got it taken out because that was the way that I needed to balance out like my anxiety, my depression, like all of the things that I was dealing with. And um, then I got pregnant. <laughs> so um, I'm going through like a copper detox right now. Mine has to be very, very like... Uh, slow because I'm still nursing, but um, so there. So with anxiety and depression, sometimes not all the time. Sometimes it's lithium based, right? Like they use lithium to treat anxiety and depression, um, depending on how those levels are. But also looking at uh, copper and zinc and making sure there's there's the right balance there because that can play a role in your hormones overall as well. Wow. Yeah. So there's. <laughs> so where does the to copper toxicity come from? I mean, is it necessarily is it is it like in our water pipes, like the copper yeah. copper water pipes that we're getting copper toxicity from? You mentioned it was passed down from generation to generation. Yeah. I was just trying to tie that together. Yeah. So um, a lot of different ways. Women are typically more prone to copper toxicity because it comes through birth control is a big one. Mm -hmm. um, cosmetics is another big one. Um, you know, and then like you said, copper pipes, any medications. Um, there's a lot of copper that's in them um certain foods have higher levels of copper like we do need copper but it, so copper and zinc need to have this nice balance and if they're not balanced then copper will go up and then our body doesn't know what to do with it so taking you know a good zinc can can help with that well and is that something where somebody should really like how do you analyze how, your copper zinc balance. I mean, does this all go back to, again, a basic blood, like not a basic blood panel, but a, an in-depth blood panel? Uh, or how no, do you blood panels are not the best way to, to test for that. So the best way to test for that is, so minerals are stored in tissues, right? In tissue in our body. And so the best way to do that is through hair testing. Um, you did mention hair testing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's the HTMA <laughs> where you cut off a little bit of hair and they put it in a solvent and mix it up essentially and then they test the mineral content in there um, and then they're also looking for heavy metals and and all different kinds of things so all right did i throw you off your, th your nope, thyroid you're game? good you're good it's all part of it yeah <laughs> how did you develop your passion necessarily for this area of your life you know like nutrition and i don't know you guys we we always marvel. You guys just seem so totally integrated. Like you mentioned, the urban farming, you know, the, um, you guys have animals, you're, you're, you have amazing children. They're oh, some of the cute. cutest kids ever. And they just seem so well balanced, you know, and so well put together. And I think that is a reflection and a representation of how you and Cody, you know, live and your passions and all those things. And it seems like this just kind of fits right in there. For me, a lot of it comes from the desire to break cycles that have happened to my family. And so 
every time I identify a direction or an area that I don't want to go, it's like, okay, that's a new lesson that I have to learn. That's a new place that I have to go. That's, that's new research that I have to do, a new book or something. And so part of that, when, when you start with the thyroid, it really came from myself, right? Like, and at the time, I didn't know this, but I was being exposed to black mold, toxic mold, which was causing um, a lot of my fatigue and weight gain and puffiness and all of the things. And, um, you know, then as I went through school and started learning and learning, it's like you start learning and it's, it's almost like you can't shut it off. You know, like your eyes just become open to all of the things and you're like, and I'll be honest, I go through periods of time where I'm like, I'm done. Like, this is too much. Like, I don't want to do it. It's too hard, you know? Um, But, but ultimately it's just more about breaking cycles and, and teaching other people because I don't want my kids to go through the same things that I've had to go through. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, that is powerful. Struggles. I love that. Good for you. Thank um, you. Breaking, you know, some people may call them generational curses. You know, you're talking, you know, family cycles. Like a lot of times, people don't even recognize they're in it. Right. You know, it's just oh, it's just how we are, right? Um, and I don't necessarily think my cousin was describing a family uh, family curses or, or cycles that we needed to break when he said this. But one thing that we thought was just hilarious was one day my cousin was like, you know, Carmichael's. We're, we're the only people that can understand or stand each other, <laughs> you know, but that's just kind of like, we all just kind of feel like, yeah, we're all karma. I mean, that's, I mean, that's yeah. kind of our, our, you know, a cycle that we, yeah. you know, we, we can relate to each other, but it's hard, hard, it's hard for other people sometimes to relate to us. <laughs> um, but I love that rather than just saying stuck in these generational cycles or these generational curses, um, you're looking to break them. Yeah. And that's amazing. I mean, really, I think, that's what society needs. Yeah. I, so that's, I just wanted to uh, point that out and just spend a little time in, in praise there because uh, that's admirable and, and really fantastic. And I think, you know, really that ultimately I think a lot of times people end up looking at their life and they're just kind of like, goodness, why am I not happy? And they can't figure it out. Right. And then they think, well, I'm doing everything right. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, what's your, what's your lens for what right looks like? probably very similar to what your your mother or father's lens for what right looks like and and your family's lens and your cultural conditioning's lens for what right looks like maybe you're all unhappy similar ways um there there should be your clue we need to dig in go to work there yeah a lot of people don't do that so i just wanted to point out that how spectacular that is and and like not only that you recognize it but then you're like okay now i need to educate myself and i need to um, and then it seems like as you've done that, you become passionate about it and then yeah. it becomes, you know, empowering. And so, um, how amazing. Um, so thank you for bringing that up as yeah, well. Absolutely. I appreciate that. So if people want to find out like, how do, how do they get to you? Like if people want to find out more about how to get control of their thyroid, um, maybe they are really comfortable with their doctor or maybe don't want to make a shift, but they want to ask you questions or have a consultation or whatever. Like what is, what's the, what are the next steps for them? Yeah, um, I'm pretty much all over 
the internet at Thriving Thyroid. You can, I also come up with the Hansen method. If people Google search it, um, they can find me there too. I'm like number three. Somebody told me that the other day. They're like, I just met you and I <laughs> searched you. And I was like, oh, okay. So I guess I'm doing something right. Um, but you, like Instagram, Thriving Thyroid, thrivingthyroid.com is the website, all of that. So Fantastic. Now, what, what in general, like, are there some top five health tips that or things that you've found that kind of go across the board like most people are doing x wrong or, oh. or most people can do you know to <laughs> <She's> like my <laughs> list <laughs> <laughs> no a, a lot of it comes back to i think the basics right like just working with a lot of my clients i'm like just drink water like right it, well it, how much <laughs> uh, like half your body weight <laughs> like is that, is that you the, know yeah. is i in Arizona, I feel like this time of year, like I'm thirsty all the time. Like I can't get enough water, you know? So doing other little things like adding in like tiny amounts of uh, like pink Himalayan salt or some sea salt for those electrolytes can help. Um, because obviously we don't want to be flushing out minerals, which you do have to drink a ton of water to make that happen. But, you know, half your body weight, making sure you're sleeping eight hours, you know, try to be in bed by 10 p.m. <laughs> We're terrible at sleeping. <laughs> Like legit terrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. Like, like it is a miracle for in bed before midnight. It's just a miracle. And um it's a miracle for, you know, we we don't sleep. We and I I think that has definitely impacted everything. Mm-hmm. We're seeing that. But mm-hmm. um with water I just kinda had to laugh because we we've done a couple of challenges, seventy five hard one being one of them, and we're currently in phase one, which is a continuation of that, and you have to drink a gallon a day. Well, for me to drink a gallon away, it is about half my body weight in ounces of water for her. It's like more oh than dying. her body weight yeah, it's so in hard. ounces of water. So it, it's, it's so really hard. easy for me to do. Yeah. Right? And it, that's one of the hardest things for me because if I get behind it all, then I'm like drinking tons of water at one in the morning trying, oh, no, or like oh, no. midnight. I'm trying to. Anyway, it's awful. I did drink 60 ounces between 10 and midnight last night. But I can do that really easily. Yeah. Oh my like, it's hard. I it's hard struggle. Yeah. I'd I struggle be up for all sure. night. Like having I know beat. that is the worst all night long. <laughs> there's I there's a it. lot of places for it to go here. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. like we we'll have to like you know do our two workouts and like if we have to, which oftentimes we're doing a late night walk or run or whatever, and have to <laughs> pee yeah. in the field or whatever. Like, yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. I. It's terrible. That's so, also anyway. been awesome. Just a little bit of humor. Where, uh, <laughs> <laughs> delete it? Is that what you said? Yeah, <laughs> delete that comment. <laughs> Just talking about peeing in the field. <laughs> you may want to keep it. It may be our best, biggest hits. You know, I don't know. There may be a, a subculture I think there, a lot of women would relate to that. <laughs> right, right. No, really, though. Like, so we've been out walking in America. Like, I got to pee. I'm like, well, just go. And she's like, well, easy for you to say. Like, well, yeah, it actually is easy for me to say. But right. at the same time, life, love, like, nobody's around. Like, well, you know, I just saw right? jogger like, pants just that have a zipper for women. <laughs> 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 Hilarious. And I was like, I could totally see situations where that would be right. amazing. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> you know? Yeah. The ditch is the easiest place. Just yeah. so if you're ever yeah. wondering, like, that, that works well. You're down in the ground a little more. And anyway. All right. <laughs> so sleeping, like what if, yeah. what if you struggle to get sleep? Justin and I, we were talking about that Friday. Um, so, you know, we, we started getting to the point, where we started taking supplements to go to sleep and, but we don't want to have to do that, but. Okay. Uh, you want to hear something good? Yeah. Okay. 
So take out your notebooks. I got it. I've been taking notes. So, okay, really cool. So um, stomach acid breaks down amino acids, right? Correct. Um, tryptophan is an amino acid that turns into, hold on, let me make sure, uh, serotonin, which is your happy, and serotonin turns into melatonin to help you sleep. Hmm. Uh Interesting. Yes. Yeah. Right, because it's it's blocking yeah. that from happening. If you can pick so, that up, since we didn't have Justin on mic, he just said he takes an SSRI um, for his serotonin levels, and but he said he still can't sleep at night because it's it's blocking that it's, that pathway. So that's that's a huge reason why I do recommend taking those digestive enzymes, HCL with pepsin specifically, to get those stomach acid levels up to help with all of the other metabolic functions. That's interesting. I had never, I didn't know uh, until today. This is today, today. I was today years old when I heard somebody <laughs> explain to me that um, in the presence of stress, which my doctor measures a couple different hormones and I'm always at the top of the charts or higher than top of the charts he's always like what's going on i'm like i'm just high strong dude <laughs> he's like no really this is like bad yeah yeah <laughs> but i didn't know that they take stomach acid and then you said that the the, the sodium and the potassium from your stomach they'll use that to make stress hormones mm-hmm. like cortisol and other things yeah zinc so zinc is also in there too yeah interesting mm-hmm. i had no idea so um so if you're on an antacid which i've been on from time to time as well and then you're also in the presence of much stress. You're already shaking your head, right? You're like, what's up? <laughs> I know a lot of people on antacids. <laughs> Everybody's on antacids. And yeah. so Western medicine says take antacids because you have too much stomach acid. Well, it's, you, it's a band aid, right? Like your tummy it's, hurts. No, it's right? the opposite. So when you have like heartburn, gas, all of those, like, um, what a gas GERD, yes, reflux GERD. yes yeah. those types of things it's actually a sign of low stomach acid really yes so taking that hcl and maybe off camera i'll, I'll share a, a quick protocol with you um, <laughs> <laughs> because you want to st- so basically and i'll just share a, a level um you want to start low with that and then see how high you need to go to bring up those those levels um and then hopefully by balancing out other minerals, you can come back off of it. So I'll give you just a quick example. I had my copper IUD taken out um, and I started supplementing with zinc to help bring up those stomach acids so I could, you know, balance out all of my things. Within like three days of taking out my copper IUD, I no longer needed to take that digestive enzyme. Like it was too much for me. And then I got pregnant and all the things changed. But <laughs> Yeah, then everything changed. <laughs> yes, yes. But my body was able to make the stomach acid that I needed in order to, like, help with all of these other functions really, really quickly. So um, it can happen really fast, but also looking at, you know, a good digestive enzyme can That's help. fascinating. Yeah. I, I've been, I, you know, I've been told by a lot of doctors to take a probiotic. And I'm just like, okay, whatever. I'll eat some yogurt like, why i never understood you know again today years old understanding a little bit more of the importance of that that's fascinating yeah and a lot of this is basic i mean i feel like basic stuff it's not basic because most people don't know but once you know and you can just start with some of these small things it makes a really big impact it impacts so many things Mm -hmm. i had no idea it's crazy 
Fantastic. Well, Shannon, we'd love having you today. Yeah, Thank thanks. you for being our guest. Um, I am sure I am confident. Like I, I want to go for another couple hours, so I'm sure I'd love <laughs> to have you back another time. Um, but for now, I think it would be a great time to wrap. Um, we appreciate you being here. So um, thrivingthyroid.com. Is yep. that correct? Yep. And you're also on Instagram at thrivingthyroid. I looked it up. She's there. And uh, <laughs> fantastic. And, and really some great content. You won't be disappointed looking into that. So thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Absolutely. Thank you for tuning in. Once again, we, uh, we ask you to, to do your part by doing the whole clickety click. We want you to subscribe, like, and share. Always, if you have found value today, we, we know that your friends and like-minded colleagues will find value as well. And we appreciate you sharing this with them so we can continue to grow and continue with the show. All right. We'll see you next time on The Value Script.